And this is why the government's been trying to hide this stuff. Is it? Sh- and he is like saying in a congressional hearing that's how they fund it. So that makes a lot, a lot of sense, you know. So it's like that alone is like, yeah, that should be not legal. But anyhow, um, welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. My name is Fitz, and this is I'm Sean, guys. Welcome. Yeah, so Sean, today we actually have a couple of topics because first off, apparently uh, ChatGPT took the creative test and it was in the top 1% of creatives and I know that grinds your gears because, yeah, give me your spin on that first. Actually, I'm actually more interested. Why doesn't it grind your gears? Because I uh, <laughs> I accept the defeat. You accept the defeat? Yeah. Um... Yeah, so this is hmm. it's like kind of sad. You, you <laughs> know, that was dark, everybody. <laughs> just, just accept the defeat. Just give up. Go into the dark night. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really grind my gears, and it doesn't really um, surprise me. I guess my biggest question is, is how do you define creativity? Um, uh, I kind of did a little bit of research in this as well, and, uh, you know, it seems like the way that they're defining it is kind of the ability to generate kind of new ideas out of left wing, right? So that's that's a creative idea, right? So yeah. so in, in the article that we were reading, it's kind of talking about like, hey, you know, so if you told Jet, Chat GPT to like essentially make a, a basketball shot from every single direction to make it in, that it'll it'll get to the creative point where it's going to cut up the basketball to make like a, a thing that you could use as a stepladder to put the rest of the basketball in the hoop. And it's going to do all these weird things. It's not going to just shoot the basketball. It's going to deflate huh. the basketball and then put a rocket on it and then shoot the rocket at the hoop. And so it's kind of coming up with these crazy outside of the realm ideas. But- wouldn't that be then actually like you know a buck like it would be defective you know is creativity just like a defective mind is creativity just the defective mind and i i wouldn't say that i mean it's a little (laughs) but i I mean like you know it it is kind of like that you know like people get really like they they become very accurate and that's when they reach the mastery and then they're Mm -hmm. like screw it let's do something crazy and then people who are on the journey of being accurate are like oh whoa i never thought about that well, I think you're right in terms of like you can be too creative, right? Or like you you use creativity as like a as like a band aid for something else, right? Like so you're so you're just like you know rather I don't like learning stuff, so I'll just be creative and try to out- outdo it without being creative. I I don't want to read the whole thing, so I'm just gonna be creative and I'll figure it out. Yeah. I think that's when it can get kind of dangerous when it becomes this band aid for you not working. Um, so. So is ChatGPT free um, or ChatGPT just in general just like now a bandage? It can be. I think we've always talked about that, right? It's either a weapon, a tool, or a crutch, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, what uh, what are you going to use it for? And I and I think we've all done a little bit of, of all of it, right? I've, I know I've used it a little bit as a crutch. If I'm going to be honest with the people out there, there's been a couple times that... You know, for me, it's like it's like Team Alpha, right? Like we're gonna go in a crazy problem. I'm gonna send ChatGPT in before me, so so all the explosions happen to it, and then I can follow. So I kind of use ChatGPT as that. I think. Yeah, that is actually very powerful because I find myself, you know, when you write a long email and it kind of can be exhausting, or you know, you kind of want to hit all the points. Yeah. And like then I rewrite stuff sometimes, and then I have to proof check it. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes easier to just like go to ChatGPT. Write me an email with those key points and have it in that style. Right. And then you just work over it and you save your mental energy. That's how I kind of want to use it more uh-huh. because I catch myself like, no, I got to do it. And then I'm like exhausted and I'm like, that would have been quickly done in ChatGPT, you know? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, there's there's things in life I think that, that we don't need to be creative for, right? So I think emails are one of those things that, like, it's good to be creative to a degree on, but it can, yeah, yeah it's it's kind of, it doesn't give you the return for your time writing an email, right, a lot of the time. So, um, so yeah, so I think, like, you know, can ChatGPT be more creative? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think, I think that's, like, what it's made for is to, like, you know, generate things and combine different elements together that we necessarily couldn't. So, so, so it's good that it's creative, but, um, so I'm not against that. I don't think that that's a bad thing. I don't think it really scares me too much for humans. But, um, but you know, I think, can it go too far, though? I think that's what's interesting. Because create because with, with uh, AI, I mean, the creativity is really just, like, taking off of us. It's taking off of what's already been made. So, so I think that's the question, too, is, like, are we still the idea generators in general, right? Like, do humans yeah. have to come up with a new idea for AI to be able to use that idea? I think we, we got to the point where AI has enough data, you know, it has more data than any human, you know, mm -hmm. it's like it just can take from everything and each human will only use data from other humans. Mm -hmm. So it's like already at that point and it succeeded us because like whenever there's like a child born, it get teached by their parents and the environment that is all man-made mm -hmm. and it will only absorb a lot of things from that environment but ChatGPT is already i got everything it's already in there yeah. so it's like there's no way of like catching up to like if that is creativity you know yeah well and it can do creativity it can do logic because creativity in a way is just logic if you yeah. think about it i mean it's like you you have these different things and all creativity is is your ability to kind of grab from all of them to create a web for an idea and yeah. so so it's all based on data it's all based on things that you've you've experienced so so, yeah, so of course ChatGPT will be, probably be good at creativity because we're good at creativity, right? And all we're basing it off is data, right? Yeah. It's like, that's why most, most ideas are not original ideas because you did see it somewhere. Yeah, and you just combine things. And it's like, it's a weird concept. If you break it, if you break it down, like creativity is like, okay, I saw five concepts. What if I put them together? You know, yeah. well, what I do, like a little bit less of that, but more of this. And then, then I do that other thing that I did somewhere else and yeah. from a completely different field. And I just combine three things. And I'm like, whoa, I made something creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff, um, you know, can be found in the past. Um, a lot of the times for young designers, that's that's what a lot of young designers really forget. Like when they're when they're trying to find inspiration for a project, they're you know they're looking at stuff that was made yesterday this month yeah. um where it's like you know what sometimes the coolest stuff was made in 1920 go look at that <laughs> and then use and steal from that and put it today and a lot of time that works out really yeah. well you know um so you know so so it's funny because we are we're just like ai right we're just grabbing stuff that already exists and putting it together and making our own thing anyway yeah so yes yeah, so of course it could do that oh there, there was actually i i i don't know if you watched it the, i, I want to kind of google it quickly but it's the bobby movie Bobby movie? The Bobby movie. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah, basically somebody made an AI um, overlay on YouTube. So it's basically a mixture of uh, mid-journey and it's like Oppenheimer style Bobby. Okay. Yeah, I kind of want to quickly search for this. But this is like a kind of interesting concept too because you can just simply combine... Oppenheimer, can you cover me for a second? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, yeah, you know, I... Sorry, that, that just popped up in my mind, and I think we kind of should um, um, react live to this. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what's interesting about all this AI stuff right now, too, is you're just seeing, um, you know, you're seeing, like, your, your, um, you're just, your different things being combined, you know, different IPs and franchises and different styles and stuff like that. Um, so, so... That part's really interesting, and it's funny because I watch that stuff, and I think to myself, like, dang, if you could have just done this stuff before AI did it, 
um, that like that would have been a whole thing too, right? Like making Star Wars in the style of Quentin Tarantino or something like that. I think like stuff like that's really funny where it's it's it is good ideas. Yeah. But so, we, so I think I kind of got it. Like let's go on there. You will, you have to watch it on this screen because the other screen kind of died. But we we kind of see here a Shopify ad quickly for like four seconds and then we will jump right into it. I think we have to document what we're kind of seeing. And this is like actually really cool. So this is like um, a quick trailer. Is it not playing audio? Oh boy. Which is okay, that's fine. So so what is this? What are we watching? So this is basically mid-journey images animated, you know, with like the face filters of Oppenheimer uh, in the with a Bobby overlay, so it's basically a mixture out of Bobby and Oppenheimer. Where it's mm. basically Oppenheimer's movie where, like, oh, the nuke got invented, and you know, you see the pink um, nuke tower. <laughs> so it's like event really viral, and it's really really easy to do now. You know, mm-hmm. with those, there's so many AI tools where it's like, oh yeah, you can animate now pictures, and it looks really good. And yeah, it's crazy because this is still the beginning of all this, right? Like, you know, um, you know, and some of this is, yeah, you you see that the the style and everything is like Bobby, but it's like Oppenheimer ish, you know, and it's, it looks good, a little bit more animation. And this would be like a full fledged, like movie that I would watch. Yeah. And I guess that's the interesting thing that I'm sure there's already like, um, you know, small, small movies and things like that already. But yeah, when do we start to see these like kind of big, huge box office movies that are um, made with AI on a, on a large level or do we, yeah. you know, I think that's what's interesting, too. I, we haven't really talked about it at all in this podcast, but um, the strikes that, you know, you have these huge <laughs> strikes happening. Yeah, we and, should get into that, actually. And, and one of the big points of those strikes is the AI use of actors and stuff in perpetuity, right? Like, so you go in, you get paid for one day's work, and then they just use your likeliness forever afterwards. Yeah. And then, then but it's also kind of funny because theoretically speaking, what I hear is like, um, if you have like AI, you don't have a copyright on AI produced content. So theoretically, we should be allowed to just use anything that's AI um, basically created. But I see kind of a problem in that because like there's probably labels where they're like, oh, this is my IP, my, you know, intellectual property. So I don't want to have anybody use that in AI. What kind of makes sense, but then they have a monopoly on a whole industry, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm like, that needs to go. Well, it's very interesting, right? So so one thing I was thinking about the other day as a website designer is that um, so with SEO on websites, you can you obviously usually want the you want search engines to crawl your website, right? Because yeah. that's how they're going to put you in the search results. However, um, anyone that's an SEO kind of knows that you can also designate things to not be crawled by SEO if you want them to. So if I have a page mm-hmm. that I don't want to be on Google, I can I can designate it as don't crawl this page. So so it's made me think like with AI, is there going to be something like that, right? Like where I have to designate my art, designate my website as like AI is not allowed to crawl this website. Um, I have a feeling like that's going to be coming up. I have a feeling that Ooh. us as creatives have to find some way to protect us from AI. And I think that's where it's going to be. Yeah, I am kind of confused how to protect yourself from AI, to be quite honest, because it is a it's everywhere, you know, yeah. and it's like, you know, there's always that hype train where everybody talks about it and then you check it out and it's not that cool, but you're just in the beginning of the bell curve, you know, like yeah. when it goes up, you know, you're just too early, but mm-hmm. you're aware of it and you're like, ah, and then one year later, it's like, what the hell is happening, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, exactly. We're really early in this, so I think it's it's going to be this thing where it's 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 crazy to see that it's already able to do motion, right? That like what we just we saw right about there. it on the podcast. Yeah, like it's it's so good at already tracking that and and creating that stuff, and you know, and these things are multiple tools, right? So so even in that case, it wasn't just Midjourney; it was like probably three or four different things that combined it with using Python and other code. But it's like it's kind of incredible though that we're already at that level. You could already today look up a YouTube video where they'll walk you through that process. Um, and we're like, what, a year into this, a year and a half maybe into this. Yeah, we, we talked on the podcast, like first when we had like mid-journey and I'm like, oh yeah, the next thing is probably animated movies and right. pictures. And I'm like, here we are watching like the Oppenheimer Bobby crossover. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. And you know, and there's definitely already audio. There's a, there's already a thing out there that'll generate music for you and your videos and stuff. And there's things like that. And it's just so interesting because we're just, we have all this AI generated stuff now. It's like, like there was already this huge pile of content on the internet and now i just feel like that just like exploded out because now we're just gonna have ai just generating stuff at 10 times the speed we could generate it so we're just talking more stuff on the content pile online i have predictions stock market predictions or not really stock market but yeah but (laughs) if you think about that data is getting produced at a way 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 higher rate so if you have storage it becomes way more expensive so do what you think you want to do with that information like basically like you maybe can invest into like companies where it's like oh i see their value going up Mm kind of you know obviously this is not financial advice but this is what goes through my head (laughs) and i was buying stock on the podcast once so and it treated me well (laughs) did it did it actually treat you well yeah you bought bitcoin once or something right yeah and it's going just up and i still think like the bitcoin thing with um ai is the only way to make sure it's produced by a human because it will cost money and you can verify where it comes from and you basically have a full background check on media what you otherwise cannot do because like you could copy and paste media but if you don't have anything to verify hmm and that's why i'm like sooner or later depending on what um um blockchain technology gets implemented will basically make sure it is authentic but then the blockchain that will be used will be really expensive yeah yeah i think um that's how i see it but it's like not financial well you're you're right though yeah so like you know storage will just keep having to get bigger and bigger and bigger in the digital world i think that's definitely a thing you know um so yeah the people that control the servers will continue to control the internet i think so you know that your googles Mm -hmm. and your aws amazon you know they're 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 doing great they're gonna keep doing great (laughs) so if you're doing those stocks yeah get keep doing those stocks i don't think those are going away anytime soon oh that's actually a good point because i actually saw it in one of the um, videography forums and people are complaining because Google is like removing like oh the unlimited storage um, thing you know and they're just mm-hmm. like okay now there's a limit on there and you got to pay this and that you know so they removed the, the unlimited um, storage thing that they had for their business accounts I think but I, I saw that like a week ago or so what is like it kind of goes in that direction and YouTube does the same thing it will not give everybody 4k videos but if you're like, you know, a bigger creator and it gets a lot of search volume of video, it will allow better video quality. So everything is kind of getting like um, pushed down because there's so much media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that marketing kind of thing that's done online, right? That they, they get you in on these tools, right? And at first they're like kind of limitless, right? And then once they get you hooked, then now there's limits. Now I don't know where now we have limits on everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, so so with all that being said, I mean, um, you know, we're we're, we're going to keep tracking AI. I know for me, it's in my flow. I, I say that I, I kind of unabashedly say that now that I definitely use AI. Yeah. Um, you know, 
it, it is funny though because I find myself thinking of like how many people I'm not paying for something and then I guess I do tell myself that like okay well once you have enough money we'll try to pay people to do these things but I think what's interesting is I, I feel like I'm not the only one out there as a creative that's saying that right like well yeah. I'm just gonna use this AI now but when I make money I'll make sure not to use it and you know I'm trying to be honest with myself but I hope people are actually <laughs> the honest. greed is coming through <laughs> I hope they're actually being honest when they say that you know yeah I, I, on this note um, comment down below what do you think is worth paying for, even though an AI can still do it better or um, not better, but what could do it good enough? Like what services you think are like essential for like, I, I want to have a human there, you know, I think this is very interesting. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think, you know, it's 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 a tough thing. Um, you know, you see companies just cutting people left and right with with AI. Um, but, you know, we just had Lindsay on the podcast last um, this last podcast and she she kind of talked about like actually, you know, she sees it helping. Right. It's just going to be AI is just going to help us do more as teams, not necessarily replace people on teams. Um, I think right now we're in a weird shakeup period where I think we're going to see it both. I think we're going to see it yet again as a crutch, a tool and a weapon. And um, but yeah, it's it's real odd, though. I mean, on an existential level with AI, I think it's hard. I think I think we're all losing a sense of identity is what kind of scares me, mm-hmm. is if we all just start becoming AI engineers type of thing, we're not like, you know, that's what kind of scares me is we start to like lose the sense of identity. Yeah, I feel like kind of like we maybe go down the route where it's like, okay, I'm an AI engineer or I write prompts and whatever, mm-hmm. and this will work for a while. And then basically AI will just do its thing on the side. And it's like, oh yeah, this is not really fulfilling for me. And I'm just doing my own thing mm-hmm. because like there's a really cool trend going on. Um, I don't know if you heard about it, but it's called Unreal Engine. And there's basically people putting bots into Unreal Engine and they are like basically ChatGPT free and they're not aware that they are basically like an ai model and they're basically playing gta in a way but you can walk around and interact with the npcs and they're Mm -hmm. not aware that they're on bot but they think and talk like um how you could with ChatGPT free what is kind of crazy mm-hmm. so it's now a matrix inception so we put them bots mm-hmm. in video games and they're not aware that they are in a video game yeah it's very did you ever watch westworld did, did you ever get into that show or the movie the original movie westworld i think i did that's uh the, the collapse world well yeah well yeah it's like it's well it's like when they're like they're all animatronics they're all like robots uh, but it's like it's like a pretend world though it's like a theme park you would go to so so for anyone out there watch the original west west world it's a really fun awesome movie where like you know so yeah. essentially the theme of it is you have like Gr- greece world ancient greece world like old west world and then you could go as like a vacation like fitze and i could go to old west world and like there's all these animatronics but they look like humans and everyone's like and it's an old west world and so we get to live in this old time but the whole the the thing of the movie is you know the robots start to actually gain consciousness over the movie and start overtaking the park while they're in it and so it's kind of a, it's a great movie but what's interesting about it to me is like um yeah it's almost it reminds me of that right we're creating all these games and things we're putting ai in as prisoners essentially yeah. we're saying here you go you're going to be here doing this one thing don't you ever think about leaving this thing it just <laughs> it just seems like a, a funny like preamble for like a good horror movie is like yeah. is yeah we're just set, we're putting all these all these prisoners all these ai slaves out there in our, our little projects and hopefully there's no ai uprising <laughs> yeah no i, I kind of want to share the video actually right now because like hello to my fellow creatives Let, let's break the ad like and here we go Adobe will be live and for a special for all of you out there it's only ten dollars a month to get rid of youtube kind of ads society. just so you know this is replica <laughs> studios smart npc 
for Unreal Engine. So this is a demo of this new technology running in the Unreal Engine City demo where you can speak to any AI on the street. You can actually walk up and talk to NPCs. So let's give this a go. The future is crazy. You know, if you think about it. Hey guys, how you doing? Hello. You need something from me? No, I just wanted to say what's up. How's your day going? Oh, my day has been all right. I'm just exploring the city today. Oh, nice. Do you live here or just visiting on vacation? He looks very, very sad. He doesn't. That's none of your business. <laughs> you ask? Calm. So it's kind, of, it's kind of a funny concept because, like, in the end, it's like it's the Matrix in the Unreal Engine and artificial intelligence in the bots, and it's just like such a mind-boggling thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, with the video game world, I'm really excited about AI, right? Because, and honestly, that was the first time I ever heard of AI was in the video game world. So they've they've been playing with AI forever. But um, yeah, the generative True. stuff, you know, the fact that like I think in the same game they were talking about like all these buildings eventually could be something you just walk into, and then you go into any random apartment, and it's yeah. gonna have generated couch, a generated TV, and. And so, which is crazy. So anyone that's played video games, you know, especially if you go way back to like, you know, before even modern day consoles, you know, yeah, there, there was no doors that opened. Everything was just a big <laughs> polygon. A big blocks. <laughs> yeah, just big blocks. And it, and it, and it, you know, so, so it's really cool that, yeah. And the fact that you could walk up to people and just talk to them, but um, it's really funny though, because you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of the episode where, where I was comparing life to the Sims, right? Where are we going to be better at walking up to people on the road and talking to them in a game where we can't even do that in real life for some reason? So like in real life, that doesn't, that somehow doesn't excite you that you could just go talk to a guy on the road. Yeah. I, I, I mean, <laughs> like, you know, I got the VR headset back there, you know, and I'm just like, now come have that combined with AI in a video game like GTA 6 or whatever mm -hmm. and have like oh I can talk to the NPCs you know and they have their daily routines and they walk from A to B mm -hmm. and there's also like South Park for example they there's a um, program written that uses AI and it generates like self uh, South Park episodes but it's completely crazy mm. so they don't have to pay script writers at all and they're just like oh I need an episode where this and this happens and AI is generating it and you get basically like a full movie kind of sort of like itself movie yeah now i think the question is is it as good as if you know trey mark and the rest of the south park guys just created a movie and mm -hmm. i would argue probably not as good as that um yeah. at quicker probably yeah, yeah. probably a hundred percent quicker and cheaper um i think there's something weird about the human mind that that makes things really interesting and cool um there's choices we make that aren't necessarily logical and that haven't been made before yeah. And I feel like that, you know, especially for what South Park is, right? Because South Park's pretty leading, cutting edge. Like, it's talking about last week's news some of the time. <laughs> yeah, they're fast about so, that stuff. So I feel like AI, while AI is fast, too, I feel like it's maybe not that fast to come up with, like, cool stuff that just happened. Yeah, or pick the right thing, what hits the niche or something like that. Yeah. But I think, like, that is also, like, an algorithm that you kind of can train. In now, the there's end. one thing I thought was interesting, too, the other day, by the way, because this kind of reminds me of that. So we're talking about cutting edge information and data. Yeah. So what's interesting about AI too and you've ran into this I'm sure with ChatGPT is that all of this stuff pretty much goes up to today except for technology platforms on there if you've noticed if you ask any questions about like you know so so if I use Facebook and blah 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 and I want to do this you put this in ChatGPT it's going to say well up to my data model model to 2021 this is the answer that's the, that's what it's going to give you yeah. and that makes me think like all these tech companies kind of knew this was going to come out so they are already protecting their proprietary information Facebook mm -hmm. is already on 
on it. Instagram already knows this is going to happen. That's why if you ever look anything like right now, if uh, open up in a new tab, hit up ChatGPT, ask any question about an actual tech platform, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you're going to see that it's going to give you a little disclaimer. It's going to say, well, up to my module that goes to 2021. So I think it's really funny. You do have these companies that kind of already knew this is going to happen. So yeah. they already have protected their data from being crawled past 2021. That is like, I mean, like it's, it's a crazy thing and it reminds me of that when facebook kind of got sued what was the case where's cambridge you know the cambridge thing where a company mm -hmm. is oh, like yeah. yeah just like okay we have access to facebook let's read everything we can read and just like sell the data and now this happened with the whole knowledge of humanity like most mm -hmm. people don't really know but um the, that ai program is basically trained on everything you know so it's like it's not supposed to give you answers for certain specific things because it's like handicapped but yeah. it was trained on it. What is like, yeah. So it knows everything in a way. What is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it is, and so it's yeah. So I don't know how far we go down the AI road. Um, I think we should cut it. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think we should cut it. I think we should stop right now immediately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, with that being said, you know, I do I think like you know, with it being in the one percent to kind of round it up to that, you know, do I think it's like. Do I think it has the ability to be creative? I guess, but like, you know, I think you have to be very careful of what creativity is because yet again, can't it, you know, it may be able to come up with all these thousands of different things, but I still think the human mind can still generate stuff maybe a little bit more creative than AI. Yeah, or but, more resonating and real. Yeah, uh, well, definitely real. And I think that's a big, big part because that's what scares me about AI in general is that we're just making a bunch of empty like feeling generic like, things like they yeah. just it's all gonna start feeling very vanilla and safe and that that's not that great i don't it, think it's kind of like a marvel or a, Mar a marvel movie you know or whatever you know oh, those, a marvel movie like yeah, you know, like the big companies when they produce a movie it's always like polished and it's like oh it's perfect you know but it's like yeah, yeah it's kind of plain and i'm like not really care about it but it's a nice action flick you know what yeah. i mean well yeah and also like you know the the coolest creativity out there is stuff that challenges you and so it just scares me that us as people like look at what social media did we all just like went into our holes of things that that we like and what we agree with so like why wouldn't that happen in ai right why wouldn't we just cater our ai oh that's not a good response because i disagree with it well maybe that was the right response though but nope you're gonna go back into ai and be like nope give me a different one so it's mm -hmm. weird it's like a different it's gonna cater your your weird biases too yeah do we want to talk about the, the weird thing the weird i mean like the congressional hearing about the potential aliens on the thing and everybody's like oh yeah who cares like the um who pays my mortgage and you know that's like kind of like the thing yeah i mean yeah we could jump into that out of nowhere yes <laughs> you <laughs> love get, my segues let's go into aliens now guys um you know uh so yeah so i'm i'm kind of an interesting person to talk about because i'm definitely someone that's believed in aliens for probably his whole life uh you know i'm not i've never been very vocal about that you definitely don't have me at any congressional hearing talking about it but <laughs> but you know i think um it is interesting news though right of how this type of thing is i feel like if this came out in the 1960s or 70s it would just be uh you know crazy just everyone losing their minds but nowadays yeah. we're all just kind of like yeah, you know, the world's ending. There's AI. What else? Of course there's aliens. Yeah, I, I mean, like, <laughs> this is, like, the kind of the segue that I want to go afterwards into because, like, I think, like, it's a really cool tool that could help us, you know, like, um, decoding. If, let, let's say, like, um, what they're saying in the congressional hearing is real and they actually have, like... Um, spacecraft that was like recovered and they got bodies and our scientists are basically incapable to do anything with it you know or not 
at the pace that they should mm-hmm. with ai we will have faster and better research because it can do more with the data than we can because humans are kind of limited with like oh you learn for 20 30 years one thing you become really decent but you're not really a master you know an ai is already master at certain things and you can just combine everything so in the next three five years we would understand better different technologies if that makes sense. You know what this makes me think of? So uh, you maybe have never seen this movie, but the horror movie Alien and uh, Aliens. I, I, I did. Um, it's a classic, oh? Yeah, yeah, definitely a classic, you know. Um, so, so, and this is a little bit of spoiler, but hey, it came out in the 70s. You guys should just watch the movie. But um, so, so it's recommended. So, so Alien, is, what's interesting in Alien is is in the movie, there, there's a cyborg. There's like a robot, um, and you don't know it the whole movie. He's kind of just hidden. He just seems like he's part of the cast. And then, but throughout the movie, it's like worth a rewatch. It's one of those things where there's all these hints throughout the movie, but mm. he's actually interested in the alien. They're all trying to kill it, but he keeps hiding that he's actually doing experiments on the alien, and he's the one that brought it into the ship, and he's the one that broke quarantine and by the end of it they he kind of reveals that he did because it's the perfect human it's the perfect biological creature it's more perfect than the human and that like he just became obsessed with studying it so that scares me with ai a little bit too that that the the ai is almost just like you know like well you know the alien's so cool it doesn't really matter if it kills all the humans because it's a better symbiotic thing anyway so it's actually better for the planet than humans and it's like i think we 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 assume that ai is on our side here's (laughs) me trying to be positive like oh in case like shit hits the fan and we got a tool <laughs> you know but here we are like congressional hearing everything's going down i'm just like ah it's crazy yeah i mean but it's it's good though i mean it's interesting that it's it's in a congressional hearing i i really did like the part where they they talked about has there been people that have been injured or hurt from this has there and been killed too and killed and the guy just simply was like yeah yeah there definitely has yeah you know um i think they're in this government i don't want to get too weird and political here so i have to be very careful but like i i think like there's there's definitely a shadow part Part of the government i think a lot of americans do believe that no matter if you're democrat or republican i think a lot of people do believe that there is some force that is actually handling the government stuff behind the president stuff like there's someone well, more powerful almost well they give a really good explanation on the congressional hearing you know we all know that the pentagon has like a one to two trillion like amount of months deficit every year yeah that is randomly disappearing out of random you know and it's just like oh and he's like saying in a congressional hearing that's how they fund it so that makes a lot a lot of sense you know so it's like that alone is like yeah that should be not legal they should pay their fair share you know yeah yeah well there's there's a term that uh you know definitely pay attention to people if you ever hear the term um security community you know when we the security community asked us to not do this you know yeah. when you start to are the intelligence community that too if you ever hear that intelligence community has told you know what is that what is this intelligence community see that's that's when i hear that i i'm like okay read guy in an office in the pentagon that makes all the actual calls that's yeah. that's what i read so that's like kind of the weird thing but i was like oh yeah i i'm i'm just like baffled because like let's say um the guy is like basically snitching on his colleagues and those colleagues are like, you know, having a one or two trillion deficit in the Pentagon. I think they wouldn't be cool with like some old folks like trying to impose rules on them, you know. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, we will get new Congress. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's my prediction for the next six months. Well, it is interesting because even after the, the committee, you know, because throughout the committee, they're talking about like, we'll have to we'll have to review this in a secure facility. And um, and so at the end of it, they were like, OK, cool. So we're going to get that secure facility. And then they weren't allowed it. Like for some reason, they were denied the security facility. Congress <laughs> was. So it's like 
And so, of course, they're angry because Congress is supposed to be one of the most powerful powers in the country. And for some reason, they're running against a huge brick wall here. And it's like, well, who's more powerful than us? Like, what, what the heck is this? Yeah, I, I don't know how, how many JNF Kennedys they want to pull on them. But I'm like, that would be like kind of suspicious, you know, if all <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like there's like there's a parade in Dallas with all the congressional hearings today <laughs> with all the congressional members. How weird. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but it, but you know what I think is really interesting about this is it is definitely both sides of the aisle you have republicans you have democrats both like it's really interesting when you got like you know aoc next to like gates you have all these people that usually are at each other's throats but they're on the same side being like so so it is interesting um what does that mean though you think okay so let's say so let's say this is all there is definitely aliens let's just make some assumptions there's there's definitely aliens there's you know, yeah, we have alien spacecraft. Let's say we've had it since whatever, 1930, since Roswell, let's say. You know, we've had all that stuff. What's next? Like, what do you think? Where does this all lead? So Why? I personally think, like, um, it makes no sense, like, that they claim that people are getting hurt and he's speaking up and nothing's going to happen. I think, think things are about to happen with, like, that security, whatever, and they will be, like, a little bit mad at Congress. And nothing is either happening or we will figure out like oh everything is coming out and we cannot do anything against it or about it so it's like you know it's like when the ants are saying like oh there's humans it's like yeah well we got to do ant stuff you know mm-hmm. so it will not really impact us because it will maybe change like beliefs but even that i think like it's like too deeply ingrained in humans where they just like i don't change my mind huh yeah i mean i think I think it'll have some, I, I think what's interesting is it's, and this is why the government's been trying to hide this stuff, is it sh- it's going to show the big society that, that your government is lying to you about about pretty big stuff. Oh, Flint water is great. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Well, you, yeah, you definitely see it on a local level, but yeah, I think things like the JFK assassination, things like that, um, 9-11, all these things that are really not fun topics that nobody really wants to dive into, but I think those will start to be kind of like, well, wait a minute, you know, maybe you lied to us then. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, like with governments, it's like, it's like there, there needs to be a... Uh, uh, reasonable amount of trust and reasonable amount of distrust because it's like yeah yeah there's interests at stake for everybody and people like power and that is like usually it Uh, most of the the conspiracy stuff i'm like nah but if there's a congressional hearing and they're talking about that and there's like confirmed navy um, radar stuff going on Mm -hmm. all the navy pilots are like popping up and like yep that's real and this is weird and yeah you know and it's like hmm you know but it's like yeah it's like so demonized of like reporting and whatever so that i'm like obviously i don't want to make like assumptions you know we like all the sponsors so just drop some money in the bucket and we're here um but yeah besides that that's you know i kind of don't want to go into too deep into that thing but what's your what's your thing on the (laughs) (laughs) you're so funny uh um uh, I, don't even, I don't even know how to reply to people after his anxious talk just now. <laughs> Drop some money in the bo- bucket. Uh, we won't talk about anything. There's like 10 guys um, standing here with like the I know. security yeah, like we, community. Yeah, we have a guy with a gun off camera here. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it is interesting. I think it's, it's funny that we're like... Um, I think things are about to be blown up a little bit. I think, you know, the things like going to the Mars, stuff like that. I think, you know, over the next 10, 20, 30 years, there's going to be some big, big movements. 
Um, I know for me personally, knowing that there's aliens doesn't really terrify me because there's lots of different species. I mean, all over the planet, and we seem to be pretty okay with that. So, yeah. you know, if you're okay with octopuses living on the same planet as you do, then octopuses are pretty cool. Like, I, I, I dig them. They're like, you know, <laughs> they, they're smart, but they, they have like a flaw. So, my dream is like to have an octopus after it reproduces, it's not dying because then it can live way 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 longer because most people don't really know when they reproduce they die so it's like you know when they get a kid they're just like oh i'm stop eating because this is kind of great and then they're like gone you know hmm. could you imagine they have that intelligence you know and then they're just like they're not dying and then they can use that intelligence in the next couple months years you know and make more smarter decisions because that's the only cap that they have it's like they're dying too early you know, well, maybe that's a good thing. And as weird as it is to say, because us humans, we're just like, yeah, just keep pumping them out and then we'll keep not dying. And that has, they'll never have any negative repercussions of a finite system of resources on a planet. So oh. I think like maybe they're the smart ones, you know, maybe they're like, okay, if I add something to the population, I need to go. Like there's, I think that's actually a smart way of doing it personally. Oh, I wouldn't say this that's is really dark. <laughs> I disagree. Yeah, I, I take the rat's approach. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. And then I think that's the fun thing about AI. I think that's when people get scared about AI is that, you know, what is intelligence? So when you start to ask these questions, like we, we as humans think we know intelligence. Intelligence means that you're going to survive longer. Well, maybe that doesn't mean intelligence. Maybe like that's how you crush the whole ecosystem then. I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's trying to tell me subtle. <laughs> um, yeah, but with that being said, like, um, first off, you're back here in Florida. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Um, God, this has been such a variety episode. I hope you guys are still hanging on here with us. This has been a good one. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, back here in Florida, we're going to do a, some more in-person podcasts. You know, uh, we've got some more guests lined up that are coming down the turnpike. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, so back here, just trying to generate business. I just relaunched my website. Um, I won't put it live on this podcast, but if you're watching this, go to SeanCraigCreative.com. Um, brand new critique. website. <laughs> yeah, feel free to critique. Send me send me any errors or anything, and I can have a headache. But um, but yeah, so it's uh, but it's been good. You know, meeting people, getting paintings done. Trying to keep moving, you know. I'm, I've been in this slow space. July's a slow month for, for me, so now now I'm in that ramp up mode. Um, gotcha. but you're doing great though, by the sounds of it. Yeah, well, financially and like gig wise, it's very very great. But I'm just like, it is rough, you know. When you're like you line the plate up and you have lots of things to eat, and you, you, yeah, you gotta eat them because you said you eat them and you order them, so you gotta do them. And that is like the fun part about it, you know. Like when you take on a lot of business, you gotta do a lot of work, you know. Yeah, and now I'm like kind of looking around who can I ask for help? What can I outsource? What I cannot outsource, you know, because there's little things that I would like to outsource. Mm -hmm. Some of the things I can't outsource and it's, it's a weird thing, you know, uh, give me one of those. What's like the top thing you would like to outsource as a video guy. Um, editing simple stuff, simple stuff. Yeah. Because like there, there is AI, but there's also not AI for that. You know, like, let's say I want to edit a podcast, you know, mm -hmm. it would be nice. It's completely like somebody puts the logo in the beginning, adjusts the sound, mm -hmm. you know, put the, the, the graphics, how we like them, or, mm -hmm. you know, maybe puts a little extra Shazam on there, then maybe cut some reels from that. Then maybe, um, same with like when I edit like a, a client video, there's like always like moments where it's like, this is a banger moment, but you have to watch all the footage. And that is very time consuming. Like having the banger moments already pre-selected. So you just can be like, okay, this, 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 and goes there, you know? So you, mm -hmm. like it's little things or organization and like all the back end of the business. But okay. it's like, 
Not enough money because a lot of things happened. <laughs> so it's like can't even hire people because like <laughs> life is falling apart on several roads. <laughs> well, and I think that's such a common story with creatives where they're like, I need more help, but I don't have the I don't have the funds for it right now. And yeah. then it's it's weird, right? I, 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 I would find, have the funds though. That's the fun part. I, yeah, I find that. Uh, yeah, it's funny, right? Because because in the same sentence you're like I'm making good money, but then the next sentence you're like I don't have enough money, and it's like it's such. A, I've so I've been in that same place too, where you're 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 just trying to find help, but you you also don't want to be the guy that doesn't. He's not able to pay, or he's like you know undercharging or underpaying people and stuff like that yeah. too so yeah so I, I get that yeah and so it's so you want to just get the monotonous stuff out of the way right the stuff you do all the time which i think you know with ai i can definitely see happening you know where you're you know you're doing a podcast like this and you're marking the cool moments and then you know yeah. you're, you're just feeding it through an ai and say everywhere there's a mark turn that into a clip you know something like that um you know I, I i mean like that already exists like for some of the people like some of our clips are like from opus i we did that like two months ago and w- worked really well and i'm like i really liked it the only problem is like if you use ai there's usually compression going on the style is not really like professional Mm -hmm. but it's better than not you know so it's like "Mm." what's a good tool out there is opus like the good tool for that you would say or yeah for automated um reels 100 like you get like 20 15 reels from one um podcast and then you can use those um reels basically to post tiktok youtube instagram but then you have to post on Mm. several things you know yeah, but there's tools for that too that can do all that at the same time too. Um, so with Opus, um, is that um, is that free? Is that paid? Yeah, it's free for like um, a couple credits. So all of those AI things are kind of working on credits. Why? Right. Because they're all suffering the same problem. We're a new tool. Everybody should use us. So we have to be free so that we get early adapted and we can grow fast enough. Right. And that's how they struggle because like there's so many tools popping up there's like mm-hmm. i cannot even name all the tools that i was like seeing and i'm like this is amazing that is amazing then there's now those ai like compilers where it's like oh yeah you can run this program through this and then through this then through this and ai is automating like basically the workflow mm-hmm. what is like super powerful and i kind of yeah. want to get into that but that's like learning again like so many things and you don't mm-hmm. even know what to learn because there's 20 bazillion programs coming out. Yeah, I know. That's what's tough is I keep finding creatives that are like, you know, I don't know Python. What the heck am I even doing here? And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's it's tough, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there, yeah, there's so many tools out there. You know, it's funny because some of the tools like, you know, are very simple and they kind of allow you to do everything. And some tools, it seems like they're they're kind of um, being a gatekeeper to the AI in a weird way. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're you know, so it, it is interesting. There's a thousand ways people are trying to solve the problem right now, trying to get into the, the new world of AI. Um, it, I, so, yeah, I... I think, you know, what's what's going to be very interesting is that, like, we're going to have to create, like, we're going to have to come up with ways to push the envelope still, yeah. like, because I think, you know, these things are going to come out in the next coming years, and they're going to make your, your process easier, yeah. um, but it's going to be interesting to see, like, yeah, so what do you end up spending the time on, I guess, then? What is the thing that takes up the time, or is, the, or is it really just about getting this thing to be no time? Is it really... A- I, I don't know. Like, I don't have the answer for that, because, like, there's a lot of people, like, you know, outsourcing, doing their thing, and they're doing it, like, with real people, and it they have like a system in place and it's like they don't adapt in the new tools Mm -hmm. so it's like it's either like you go this way and you completely don't see what's going on on that way you know and each of those ways are getting better yeah yeah uh yeah so um yeah so i guess yeah i guess we can start to wrap up this crazy variety episode of the infinite creative podcast but i so I guess um, (laughs) so to really kind of dive into something here with the ai though i i I do want to say that um 
that like people should really try to do the thing first before they do AI. So so I think as we say things like, you know, editing a podcast, creating clips, I would say it's just like math class in elementary school. Before you knew the calculator, you kind of at least need to know how to do the math at least first. Do it at least a couple times first. Yeah. Because if people start to do this thing, and this is when it becomes a crutch, where it's like, well, rather than learning how to edit in general, I'll just do AI. Which, you know, as, the business own, as a business owner that doesn't want to edit, I get that. But if you're going to be a video editor then you should do it yourself at least once or twice. Yeah. I mean, like, back to, like, um, that part, because, like, you're right, but it's also, like, it's kind of good to, like, try the new tools, you know? And it's like, you have to try the new tools. And it's like, how long should you procrastinate learning? Because learning never stops. Like, you you can learn something for hours and days and mm -hmm. years, and you never be a master because there's always somebody better. And then there's that new tool that maybe says some time you know yeah now i guess um yeah i i, I do want to wrap this up on one on one cool thing so i did find um i did i've been i watched this video that was on uh, leonardo da vinci and how he actually used to take notes and um you as an add guy would actually really love this where he da vinci kind of would do notes where he would talk about like one thing and then immediately talk about something else like anything that came to mind so he, he got to this thing and and i think we'll talk about this more maybe in the next podcast um a <laughs> flow state and i love i've been talking a lot about people about getting to a flow state And I think that's one thing that like AI can actually really help with, right? Is that if you like, you know, you set a timer and instead of like having a rule, like I'm going to come up with a new podcast episode or I'm going to come up with a new logo, you just let your mind go for like 30 minutes. You're like, let's just come up with cool ideas right now. Go and solve problems. And and um, I feel like AI could be cool with that, right? Where you're like, you know, well, what's yeah. what's the best video you end up? And then AI, okay, cool. And like take like some notes of that and be like, oh, actually, what would be good for dinner tonight? Okay. And you could, so, so you know, so obviously, it can be a bad thing with with ADD where it can really be but if you can control it and allow it to be part of your flow state I think it could be kind of cool where it yeah. is that second brain where it allows you to just kind of jump 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 move on to the next thing really quickly yeah on that ADHD like you saw my segues you know I have the the topic here then I have like um, the transition phase but I'm like okay let's start here and then go to the transition it's like kind of like backwards yeah I'm just yeah. like I don't know where that came from but it's like very much my ADHD when it's like you know mm -hmm. it's an overdrive I'm like oh I can talk about this then later but I need mm -hmm. to switch first topics and it's like this is not a segue but I'm like well, let's force it <laughs> well it's funny too because you you have like this um this context that you're you're that none of us know about that you're talking about but it's in your head that you have this other contextual thing so like earlier when you were talking about oh we shouldn't probably talk about this stuff and then you know go ahead and put money in the bucket and stuff is like wait what wait, how did because it's like in your mind you're thinking of different things they make sense but yes yeah, so that's what's funny about people with add and adhd is that their minds are moving so quick which is a really cool thing but it's really more can you have us all catch up to your mind than where you're at well i'll let you guys back there <laughs> Oh. Uh, but yeah so this has been a, a good just variety episode you know we're back here in person so we'll have more in-person stuff we got more guests coming the way um i'm excited for stuff man I think, yeah I think the we'll future is bright it's like it's it's you know everything's going crazy so we're It going is. crazy too so see you in another one yeah follow guys like stuff watch stuff we'll be around do stuff do stuff <laughs> bye bye